you professional boxers should be thanking these YouTubers. Boxing was a dead sport. UFC was eating it alive. Episode 47 of the 58 Take. Have you subscribed? Do it now. We love you, you little fuckers. Mate, we are back, and you are listening to the 58 Take, Australia's number one podcast that is all facts, no fiction. Actually, we're number 12 in in feed spot. We're, we're not. I, I found out that we're we're not the number one. Podcast in Australia, bro. What are you talking about? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, we did a fee spot and we saw that we were number 12. Oh, yeah. But we're climbing. We're climbing. We're climbing. The website's getting done. I did some burger reviews. We got some naughty digital streets to get into. Before we get into all of that, did you know salt lamps are actually like made out of salt? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can lick them. What? You're supposed to lick them. Really? Yeah, man. Like a frog? Yeah. You just lick them and shit. Oh, they are a bit salty. If you're hungry, you can just (laughs) lick that shit. They reckon a caveman used to lick the salt off the cave walls. That's why we like salt. Real. Because I was so hungry, maybe. I don't know why you'd lick cave salt off cave walls. But imagine if you were like if if you were like in a cave and it was all ice and shit. Bro, that is wild. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like what do you what do you I'm not a magician. <laughs> My guy's got his camera and yeah, he played with it and now it's at his <laughs> nose. And uh, uh how how are we meant to edit that lad? No, nah, it's cause it won't tilt. You're gonna need to put something underneath it. Hold up. Uh and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> back from the dead. I fucking love this show. I fucking love it. Yeah, so caveman. They shouldn't have made fire, man. Why not? Because then we wouldn't have ever evolved into the dystopian society that is today. You know, that's a big like underlining thought in all of philosophy is like if there's so much suffering and pain then why be born at all sort of thing or like yeah. if, if you're religious like why did god make people just so they suffer or if you're fucking why thinking about it yeah why do you reckon uh so if you're if you're god yeah i thought about it and once. i go hey 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 human god what <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, like when I was a kid, I used to. I was like trying to set up like a uh, uh, a whole thing, a screen play yeah. thing between yeah, me but, and God. Yeah, but or, then yeah, you're made in the image of God, so mate, you're a little bit God. Yeah, we all are. Yeah. No, I, when I was a kid, I was uh, used to mow my parents' lawn. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one time I was mowing the lawn. It was a pretty big lawn. Like it'd take a couple of hours and be quite hot and shit. But I was always thinking a lot, or still am, maybe too much. But one time I was so upset. I was, I don't know why. I was probably 12, 13, maybe 14. Balling my eyes out, mowing the lawn, like fucking angry. And angry at God. Angry was, at God, not your parents. Yeah, no, there was nothing. Uh, it, the, the exact thing that we're talking about is what I was upset about. I was like, well, why? Uh, I was like, why? 
I was thinking about it. I was like, well, why would you just like if you know what I mean? If Satan is running this show and you know God really loves us, and then we've got this world where people there's things like pedophilia and shit. Like fuck me, dead. You know what I mean? Like why would you just make certain things not exist and and I was screaming out to God. I was fucking upset. I was so upset. I was like, why? What is the fucking point? And then I felt this fucking... This is true, man. I felt this like... It was like water down the back of my neck. It was like... Whoosh, washed. And instantly I was calm. I was instantly calm. Like I was angry. Screaming. And I was instantly like... And I felt like... I felt like a... Not like a voice, but like... A little voice or something or a quiet thought. It was like... Uh, because of love because one moment of love of unity of having everyone together and it makes all the bad shit go away it mm. makes it all worth it it doesn't make it go away but it yeah. makes it worth it so mm. to have that family to have love you know and 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 that makes the suffering justified you know what i mean worthwhile like, it's a weird thought having something that covers all the other shit you know what I mean? Having love make everything else in life, all the terrible shit, worthwhile. Yeah. It's or even it, like God would create a whole universe and kill his own son or whatever. Whatever you believe, but like yeah. this is the perspective I was coming from. Yeah. And it's like, you know what I mean? And all the evil on earth and everything like that. Even God would do that just to have love mm. with us or with people or with, yeah, with you know what I mean? Yeah, you, I get you. Yeah, so that that was the thought. I, that actually happened to me. Do you believe in heaven and hell? Oh, uh, I think it's a little bit like take misconstrued. Like if you read the Bible, it doesn't really talk about heaven and hell so much. But it does yeah. talk about an underworld like or a place where people are sleeping. And it does talk about a lake of fire. And it also does talk about paradise, I guess. It, it's not really paradise though. It talks about a new world. It's if if you like, because this is the whole thing about all this shit is it's so interpreted and misconstrued yeah. and different sects like sects of religion, different like groups of people think different things, and they think it's like literal fucking law. Yeah, like you know, like, um, but yeah, so yeah, so different people believe different things. But from when I've read the Bible, I don't know. It talks more about a new world, a new earth, a new Eden sort of mm. thing. Mm. You know what I mean? So like a, a uh, maybe it's not heaven. Maybe we just fix this place. I hope there's somewhere else because I fucking hate this place. Really? I Fuck love this, this place, place man. man. Really? Fuck this place. Uh, you, you, there's so much magical shit here, man. Definitely is. There definitely we, is a lot of... We live in the craziest time. Yeah. It's fucking mental. Yeah. It's mental, bro. It's it's um I went on Friday I went to watch uh Mark has he been on the podcast? No, he's only like for the first couple of things he like helped out and that for like the first few and then we went and saw his play and his play is um uh till what are, what are some philosopher? Hit, hit me with some philosophers of our time. I don't know. Whilst I just grab it on my phone, his text Carl message. Carl Jung, Nietzsche, Freud. Like, they're, they're, they're the people who influenced modern thinking. I don't really know. Here he goes. It's called The Play, which was a fantastic play. 
Um, when about five days, he's going to grab it back. He's going to re rewrite it and then he's going to um, put it out again. Um, but it's called Alan Turin, Joan of Arc and Vincent van Gaal walk into a bar. Yeah. So, so Alan Turing is the guy who invented like, um, he invented a machine that can tell the difference between AI and humans. Did he? Yeah, so the Turing test is Wait. the test that they give to AI to test if it's con- cognitive ability. So it's not testing the difference between AI, like artificial intelligence and human. It's the test we use to understand how intelligent AI actually is, or anyone for that matter. You can do it on dogs or anything. But if you if 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 we get a computer to pass the Turing test, then that thing is alive. Real? Yeah. yeah, and that's how they know that they haven't created life inside of a computer yet because they haven't created a computer that can answer the Turing test. So, And, and this Turing guy, he was what? actually a super smart dude. He was also... Um, he was also homosexual. And he, he invented like the coding machine mm-hmm. or something for the war. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I need to specify that yeah. in this day and Just fucking weird, age. Yeah, but weird comment. That, that right? you have to say. No, nah, anyway. but you have to say that. Yeah, it's true. I didn't you have said to it. say it. You, know. you didn't have to say true. it. True. Now, I only said it because on the play, it was so played up. Oh, okay. So, it stuck in my mind. Yeah. But yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> you stuck your foot in that shit. I, I did. Oi. I did. He's not a faggot, but. Nah, nah. No, no. He's, he's just gay. He's a legend. Yeah, straight up. Absolutely. Straight up. Yeah, so Turing, Alan Turing is very, very cool. Who are the other people? Um, it, Joan of Arc. Oh, yeah. Was he 19? She. She, sorry. So she like led the French army and through yeah. battle and then they found out she was female and they killed her. And I think she was 19. Yeah, probably. Um, Everyone died about 21 back then anyway. Uh, and Vincent van Gogh. Yeah, van Gogh chopped off his own ear and he was a bit crazy. He's actually, he his was philosophy was really cool. He was like... He was mad. He was a very cool guy, man. He, he was very hard worker. I had a very strong work eth- ethic, but his whole approach... He was just a true artist, I guess. He's just like, you got to live to be able to do art, man. And mm. you, you got to give yourself to this art because it, it doesn't take... Yeah. He painted so many paintings. Yeah. And, and apparently he... Um, what I loved about the whole thing was like your... The whole play was about doing what you love and trying to survive it in this sort of day and age it's like mm. someone goes back in time and mm. these three philosophers is her mm. um uh, f- like they're her favorite philosophers that has geared her life yeah into where she is now with 2020 um and it the whole the it was so interesting because it, it also asked the question like there's been so many things said about these individuals that they're almost like fictional characters these days mm and we're moving further away from that and further away from individualism. And that that was a pushing point of the play. And I found it so interesting. Like, uh, let's go Van Gogh, him, him working for his uh, uncle to yeah. sell other art, not his own art. And he did everything to just want to paint yeah. And put out his art. Yeah. And he really, uh, I'm pretty sure he died before um, yeah. he, he, he the did. art saw any success. Yeah. And an interesting little thing, I'm sorry if he gives away any of the play, Mark, but you're rewriting and putting it out anyway. Um, an interesting little thing was uh, 
he said she she comes back and then she the the main character that goes back in time she goes oh your art i can i can see the sadness in it and then he was just and then he goes the sadness and then he starts getting all upset and shit and it's it's crazy cuz it's played by a female as well she's got fake beard on and shit she play, did it really well and it was really cool um and he's like the sadness i did everything in my life to be free and these art pieces are the only joy of my life how do you see it as sadness and because that's what his paintings are these days his paintings they 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 try yeah they say there's a lot of pain in them there's a lot of this there's a lot of that and the whole play essentially is saying don't take things at face value. Mm. And because when she went back and she was like trying to discuss these things that she's been taught by history, inverted, what are this? What is this? Inverted commas. Inverted commas. Um, that sounded so dumb. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and then it was just interesting how she 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 went back and she was saying what I've read and what I've understood you guys to be and now me here speaking to us shows that it's completely different. And yeah. and then the uh, question that kept, they kept asking is like, are we fictional or are we real to you? And then it sort of pauses and then lights go off and shit and she starts walking around. Then they all say it at the same time. Are we fictional or are we real to you? Yeah, right. And But yeah, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, it sounds really, really good play. Yeah, it was sick, dude. Was she a character or was she like Joan of Arc meeting Van Gogh? Uh, they were characters. Yeah, so individual the, character going back in time meeting these other people. No, there was one character. She looked up to these three um, philosophers yeah. or artists. And figures, yeah. Figures. Yeah. And she goes back in time and each of them is yeah. two played by females and one male, which yeah. is the mathematician. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was sick. That's mad. It's almost, what's that Christmas film where they go back in time and he has to look at all his life? The night before Christmas? Yeah. He looks at all his life. It's Christmas time, Christmas yeah. time But it's sort of like coming. that, right, where you have that rev- personal revelation and you come back to the present day and you can yeah. see things for what they are. Who would, you say, who would you say is your, go- like, the people that shaped you at this stage Mm, it's an interesting question. Probably, well, definitely Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen? Definitely. And then definitely, oh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I'd like to say Heim Podock, but I don't think that represents, he's just, I just love his work. I don't know, man. It's hard. I'd have to have a think. There's a few. There's a mm. few people who I think are fucking brilliant. Yeah, like I don't philosophically. Yeah. But I think Leonard Cohen just sums up a lot of things for me. Just all the passion and yeah. The sex. The but sex. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's, he talks about it a lot. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I don't, I don't have like major. F- I need to go back in history. That's what I need to do. I don't really like know. Like, I, pr- I play too much in the new world. Yeah. Which is the middle world, I guess. 
because um, we're going to come into the new world. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, like Middle f- Earth? Like Lord of the Rings? Like, Jay-Z is a big inspiration to me. Yeah. Like, massive in my life. Um, Joe Rogan, a massive one. And Patrice O'Neill, a massive one. But these are all entertainers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't, like, I don't... I don't have a deep connection with a like full. The only person out like of Tesla is the f- like a person that I have looked into and I like the Nikola history. Tesla. Yeah, yeah. But I don't have a connection like that character in that play. Going back and like those are the three people. That yeah, she wants to speak to. Like me going back. I'd if anyone said to me, "Who would you want to go speak to?" Period. I'd say Jesus. That's it. Yeah. Beyond that, I don't know. I don't really know. Really? You can't think of anyone else? Nah. In in all of history? In all of history, bro. Every little bit of all of history? Like, I'd go back to Jesus. Who would you go back to? Oh, Jesus would be one of them, but I'd I'd like to see some of the old shit. I'd like to go see, like, like, someone like Gilgamesh or Nimrod. Or some of these, like, I want to see what the world was like fucking 5,000 years ago. Is Nimrod even, like, real? Uh, well, it's pretty... Like, I hear about all these things. I just don't have a connection to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm just like, that'd just be super interesting. But just to see anything back then, I guess, you know what I mean? Yeah, the young pharaoh. I'd love to go back to Egypt and, like, fucking, what's his name? Um... Not Tutankhamun. No, is it? No, that's a female, isn't it? No, it is Tutankhamun. It is Tutankhamun? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like to speak to him. Yeah. Say, what up, bro? Yeah. What's, What's good? going on, you little fucking cheeky cunt? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> What's going why, on, my dog? <laughs> why Why you've made all these statues, humans yeah. with dog heads? Yeah. What's yeah. going on here, bro? No, that's Anubis. Anubis. Is that Anubis? Yeah. So that's Anubis that I didn't he, know about. He's guarding the afterlife, man. Ooh. I'm pretty sure Nubis fucking weighs your heart, puts your puts a feather on one side of the scale, and then puts your heart on the other side. And if that fucking thing sinks, man, straight to the Hades underworld for you. I'm passing. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's Anubis. Is yeah, that- no. It, but there's heaps of there's heaps of interesting things about the past. But you're like, yeah. I think that. Um, I hate that the, also the past is only one geographic real location. Like it's not really beyond like, it's not really beyond Europe, all these like philosophers. Um, what do you mean? Like they come from Greece. They come these from philosoph- like. Well, what do you mean? Like, like, are you talking about the ancient people we want to talk to now? Because none of them are from Europe. But are we talking about the philosophers? Like, no, like Middle East and Europe, and sure, put Egypt in there. That's that's North Africa, but yeah. Middle East and like little bit of Europe as well. Yeah. That's where they're all from. Who's they all? All the philosophers in our history. Nah, what about Sun Tzu? Ah, you hit me with it. Yeah, he's he's sick. He's like influenced the West more than fucking or as much as anyone. That's true. That's true. He's from China. Yeah, 500 BC, that book yeah. was written. So, like, I don't still know. Still used know what today, and it's saying. still used in business heavy, which is a bit disgusting. Is it? Yeah. The 46, uh, 48 laws of power, 
Yeah. Which I absolutely love. It's an actually great written book. Robert Greene is fantastic. Um, on the side of every law, there's a Sun Tzu um, quote. quote against each law. Yeah. And the 48 Laws of Power is essentially a business book. Yeah. One of the highest selling in history. Yeah. So good. I think I think it's not bad. I think people I think this it's important this is a little bit different for males and females, I guess. Um but like it's important There's nothing wrong with being dangerous or being powerful. Mm-hmm. It's how you choose to use that. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that discipline can be a healthy thing, you know what I mean? For society as well, not just for the individual. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if it's bad that it's being used in business. It doesn't surprise me. But that mentality, like strike when they're weak. No, but that, that's Sun Tzu. Don't show your weaknesses. Yeah. All that, that's all that art of war stuff and that's used in business. And yeah. But yeah, it makes sense that it's used in business. It doesn't, it, I don't think it's shit though. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't surprise me. I, I I think it it could go a different way, like um, like communism. No, nah, not communism. <laughs> <laughs> like um, they could say uh, instead of uh, strike when the iron's hot, they could say <laughs> let's settle this deal right now. Okay. I I don't know what you mean, but I I think I like think in it business. could yeah. But what if it said, "Why don't we try and uh, value an, a cyclical economy?" Yeah, do you know what I mean by that? Like, do what? Like, if if you're going to create something and sell it and it waste and it's creating waste in the world, then you should have to pay more to make it. No, no, no. Now, like now, that. now you're moving. Uh, I'm not against cap, uh, capitalism at I all. I know that at all. I know that. So I'm not saying you are. Sun Tzu is is not. Not communist, don't say that. You've got to embarrass yourself, my <laughs> no, man. No, no, I'm not saying it's communist. I'm just saying like 2,000 years early. I'm saying it's a war book. And yeah. war, business can be done without war. Yeah. I, I, so the basis of it being Sun Tzu, I'd say, I would say no. no. I think it's like built better. It could have had a better foundation. What? Business, modern business. Modern business. Modern I don't think modern business is founded straight off that. No, nah, I think but so many things in our society are. I I'm I was like trying to get out of you, like what do you think is an alternative? And then I didn't get one, so I gave one. That was all that was the only reason I said that. I'm I don't think that what? you have something against communism. I was capitalism. Just, capitalism, sorry. Yeah. You, you're all about communism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sun Tzu and that communist flag, baby. No, I fucking I, I meant like in a like uh you know, profit based profit is the only thing valued in modern economics really on, on, on certain scales. And that's I think where things get uh inhumane because at whatever cost, profit mm. is the only end goal. So we need to try and have our society rethink fucking their own brains and I don't know how it happens but uh, you know and try and implement an economy or just a society that values sustain not just sustainability because it's that's such a catchphrase with fucking yeah. left-wing politics or whatnot but like literal like a value system that isn't strictly profit driven 
you know what yeah. I mean? So a value system, system that, that has other ways of um, creating value and, and moving forward or even just working within itself. Mm. So, yeah. So you do you know what I mean? Like, so... Uh, yeah, I think I'm a traditionalist. Yeah. I think w- that's... Um, that's Good on you, mate. Yeah. Traditionalist what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with something, bro. You asked me to come up with something. No, so a traditionalist is someone that values uh, um, traditional values of a household, whether it's, uh, I don't know, I'm fucking shooting off the hip here. I think we, it, when money comes in, it just becomes fucking tricky. Eh? Let's get yeah. back to bartering. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's weird, eh? The money is what fucks everything. But um, it's it's just a weird uh, space to put value in. But I understand why it's why it is so. Yeah, it makes sense. I remember being young and thinking, I don't want money and all this sort of shit. Like when I was twelve and shit, you know what I mean? I was just like, I just need music, man. Just need my guitar, man. That's how that's how I lived my like fucking first twenty years of my life, man. Yeah, <laughs> full tilt hippie, but yeah, life kind of catches up to you, and you can't get by without it, can you? Oh, you can. It's just that we live in Sydney City. Yeah. So, if we move the fuck out of Sydney City, you can. You just grow your own veggies. Self-sustain. And then just like rock a fucking. Gypsies have done it for I'll fucking hundreds of years. I'll rock a mad skullet, dreadlock skullet. Yeah, I'd wear a fucking. Skull and bone. What? <laughs> no, you just have normal dreadlocks. I don't have no, any hair on the top of my head, so I have to have a skullet. <laughs> That's what I meant. It's a mullet with a skull. <laughs> oh, when when did you first see Bore that you were people? When yeah, when we invent shit, man. When did you when did you first find out that you were going bald butt? Uh, when I looked in the mirror. How how did it feel? Because I feel like I'm, I'm I'm losing a little bit over here. I think. Ooh. You know what I'm Man, saying? That's bad. That's bad. That's embarrassing. Well, what? I'm trying what? to like understand. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, it, I. Um, you can I agree dread- with my brain. <laughs> I, I had dreadlocks for like five years, and then I started started to thin out, and I just shaved it all off, and then that was it. So when you have dreadlocks, you kind of have to shave your head anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of just like, oh, I got to shave my head. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going bald. But then it was literally, oh, yeah, I'm going bald. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was kind of shit. I guess I love I love hair, and I wish I had hair. And I used to have mad, like big fucking dreadlock hair. Oh, don't let the bold listeners hear that, bro. But I um, that's why I just date women with good hair now. Yeah, big fucking mop heads. <laughs> so you <laughs> just compensating it. for the hair yeah. that you don't have. <laughs> yeah, I even put it on myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somehow. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. That. No, I don't know. It's I understand people feel um very self-conscious about it and I guess I did too. Yeah. I was pretty young, man. So but now being like How old were you? Probably 19. 19. Yeah. Like I probably I'm pretty sure I lost my hair like I was losing my hair in high school. Mm. And I just sort of denied it. I got to a point because I had dreadlocks where I had like three left at the front. <laughs> My friends used to walk around like this, pay me out. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> Literally, like, because I only had a couple left. 
mess, <laughs> lad. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to sort I something think, out over here. I think if you could, like, I think it's too far gone for me, but if you could do, like, a, a treatment and it works, then fucking people should do it. But it is very expensive. The other so thing expensive. is um, if you do go bald, man, just shave the fucker. Like, go bald. Do you know what I mean? Like, these dudes out here and, and, and ask chicks. If I'm wrong, I'll fucking, I'll say sorry or something. Probably not. But I like, <laughs> I don't even really care. But I even ask women in your life if you don't know what I mean. Like, once you start going bold, man, it's over. Or like, once, once you're like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. once you've got that shit going on, some people can kind of get past it, you know, and sometimes it can kind of look good. Not good, but like, you know how guys get grey hair and they look mad sort yeah, of thing yeah. and look sick. Like yeah. It can kind of be like that, you know what I mean, a little bit. But I think there's a certain point where it's just like, fuck, man. Just do it. Like if, yeah, and don't ever like try and, you know how people try and cove their hair over. I had a mate, God bless his soul. He was actually a fucking rock star. But he was going bored, man. And he would just wear a hat always. Like always. But it went on for a couple of years yeah. and it got to the point where we'd go surfing and we'd all be like looking at each other like, holy shit, bro. Like, because the cunt looked like, uh, I don't know. It's like the world's biggest comb over. He lit, he didn't have any hair. I thought he, everyone thought he did because he always wore a hat and he always had the long hair coming down playing the fucking guitar like a rock <laughs> star man. Straight uh, up, he was like a professional musician, a friend of mine. Yeah. Like on stay, on playing Big Day Out and shit. And, you know what I mean? Like fucking... Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was bald as fuck. And he just had, but the it happened sides. over time as well. Yeah. So we we've known him for years, and it didn't wasn't. And then over time, it kind of got bad. And I think there was one point where we were out in the surf, and it was like, whoa, me and my mates are like, whoa, whoa, how's old mates fucking head? Like, didn't and he looked uh, bad with no hat on because it looks ridiculous. It was like a skullet. <laughs> what I was talking about, like hair coming long down to here, just here. Yeah. You know what I mean. Do you reckon that's why? Uh, um, and and so if I'm going to hold that thought. If you're going to always wear a hat and be a rock star, fuck yeah. But if you're just like not going to wear a hat twenty four seven every day of your life, you should probably just shave your head because look, most people look good anyway. I, I've gone years and years and years. People don't even know I'm bald. They just think I like to look like a skinhead. You know what I mean? Like people say, oh, so like, you know, you know what I mean? Like people yeah, yeah, just yeah. think I shave my head. People just think I like. Uh, you go, I, you just I, want that style. I like the, the clash. Like the I do love the clash. English yeah. punk style. Yeah. And I did rock that for years. Yeah. Wearing my Doc Martens and shit. But like, yeah, that was not being the ball part of it was never a choice. <laughs> but people think it is. And that's even more confidence for you. You know what I mean? So for someone, if they're going bald. Yeah. Imagine if you can make it look like you never, they don't even know you're going bald. You know what I mean? Because most of the time people are most insecure about it for themselves. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want people to know. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, It's a weird, it's a weird thing because I was, I've, I'm always like, I don't, give a fuck period like yeah. i'll just say whatever the fuck like i've mentally gotten to a stage where like the f care of what others think is very very fucking low yeah. but for some reason i caught a look in a bathroom and then i saw a little bit there like little thin thin bit yeah and then i i got a little ooh 
Yeah. I was like, ooh. Little. Like, ooh. Little. What's, what's going on? Ooh. What's going on there? Oh, my heart hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a little like, I. I got to call my mom. Yeah. Mom, what's going Mama. on? <laughs> Especially me. Mom, what's going on? Who was my dad? I don't yeah. know him. <laughs> was he bold? Yeah. <laughs> hey, mom. Um, one question. <laughs> one question. I know I'd never ask about this, cunt, but was he bold? <laughs> Just let me know. <laughs> Have you stitched me up, bitch? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're telling me that you were out here with a bald man and now I got to deal with the ramifications? Yeah, what's going on here? What's going on here? I mean, it's good I exist and all, but you could have chosen someone with there, please. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Let's get to the digital streets, lad. Let's Woo! do it. Fuck yeah. Ooh. Let's do it. Moving right along, my family. Yes. Oh, did you, is the Jake Paul and uh, Tyson uh, fights in the digital streets? No, do you want to talk about it? Hell yeah, bro. Did you, yeah, you, you watched it with me. Yeah. How funny was that shit? Yes, it was. Dude, some of the memes that have come out of Nate Robinson oh, bro. getting KO'd. Bro. Are hilarious. Yeah, but how much of a retard did he look like? Pretty retarded. That was not like boxing, let alone professional boxing. That was weird. It was just two people trying to become boxers in real time. Yeah, like right there in front of us. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they literally played fucking Street Fighter once and I can do this. <laughs> like that's how and went bad there. it looked. And got in there. I thought Nate Robinson, actually I, I didn't think, I, I knew Jake Paul would knock him out. I called the second round and I just thought there was a little bit more, like a little bit like if you've, if you're that quick, I guess if you don't know boxing, you don't know boxing. If you don't know stand-up fighting, you're going to run in like that and you're going to get caught. Mm. That's just what happened. And to me, it was also hilarious. There was a post-fight uh, press conference and Mike Tyson was asked about weed because he's got the ranch. And <laughs> I love Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's I the best. I fucking love Mike Tyson. Fucking he's legend. just like, I smoke every day. I'm not going to stop. Mike, did you smoke this week? Yes. I smoked this week. You probably smoked that morning. And then, yeah, and then they asked, did you smoke before the fight? <laughs> Have to be honest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a GA. I guess they don't get drug tested because it's just exhibition yeah. fire. They don't give a fuck. Wait, nah. bro, but really, like, I don't know if anyone doesn't know, but there was a draw, right, between... Roy Jones Jr. and fucking Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson whooped him though. I know. Yeah. So, but what, like, that's, we're chucking this in the digital streets. Yeah. <laughs> so let's cheers on cheers on the draw, yeah? So the draw is what fucking pisses me off, man. Or not me, like, but I could, the draw is what, like, the bad boxing. Yeah. The B-grade celebrities getting up there and pretending they're boxers, the, even though there's professional boxers that have to box before them and just weird, like, just let, can you piss on the sport anymore? But anyway, all these things are entertainment value. Yep. They are what they are. The fucking draw result, I just felt like was the biggest fucking bookie cash grab bullshit. Yeah, it was, it was a, a bit shit. 
I don't know. You can bet on it in America. You couldn't bet on it in Australia. Oh, okay. Because it was exhibition match. But I... Are you sure? Yeah. I tried. I looked at sports bet and oh, okay. lab brokers and that. Um, but Mike Tyson came out after and was like, you professional boxers should be thanking these YouTubers and you should be thanking all these guys. They revived boxing. Boxing was a dead sport. UFC was eating it alive. And this was Mike Tyson after at the press conference. And he's like, put some respect on these YouTubers' names. They're getting in the ring. They're fighting in front of thousands of people and they're bringing new eyeballs to the sport. Yeah. And they're learning in front of us. Yeah. Well, that's the one, that's the thing that I think redeems jake paul on that is that you can tell their shit but they're getting better yeah like jake paul was way better yesterday than he was oh, yeah. fucking yeah last year or whenever the last yeah. time he fought you know what i mean but that's still not something to be said well wow like you should be the fucking figurehead of the fucking sport or you know what i mean it's still a bit ridiculous but i guess mike's exactly right yeah. And, and and as soon as you try and it's it's like a lot of things in life. If you try and hold on to them and keep them pure, then you end up destroying them. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like when you cut, you know, cuddling a puppy. No, there's nothing like that. I was <laughs> gonna say when you cuddle a puppy too hard and it dies, but I've never done that. But it's just <laughs> a weird metaphor. That's such a weird metaphor. Yeah, I know because you love it, but that's not even it. That's not it. That metaphor doesn't even apply, man. It's just no. Nah, I'm there with you, bro. I'll drown puppies <laughs> with you. Nah. Do you want to do that? We can do it. You Should have we to vlog if you it? have a farm, man. Should we vlog it? You have to if you have a farm. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'd kill some kangaroos. No, you have to kill puppies too. No. Yeah, you do. Nah. Ask any farmer, man. No. Yeah. Why? Oh, because you got dogs. Yeah. But you can't have too many. Don't have too many. Well, they breed. You can't like. That's true. Oh, rabbits. I had a. And I you don't want to give them a snip because then they're le- they're shitter dogs. I lived in a, a normal uh, like house like in suburban Perth. No way. And at the, my backyard wasn't that big, and I got these rabbits. We got two of them. And they just started fucking, dude. And they fuck so quick. And they every two months, they'll bring out 30 rabbits. Yeah. Like a ridiculous amount. Like yeah. they they dug a hole underneath the cubby house. Yeah. And I was chilling there like with my mates because I had them over before pre-drinks. And one of my mates is like, you got rabbits? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, you got heaps. I was like, it was behind me. And I'm like. Mate, I got fucking two. <laughs> so I look behind you. I look back and there's 30 of the cunts there. And I'm like, what is this? And we had it. Yeah, I drove those two rabbits and just fucking dropped them off on the street. Really? Yeah. Can. can and Wait. I think it's an issue in that suburb now because <laughs> right. it was surrounded by like so much like land. So now the, uh, those lands are just. All the fucking rabbits these days. Fuck, you know how fucked that made like Australia's agriculture. You know, it was a big thing in the seventies. They used to poison all in the eighties. They poisoned all the in the nineties. They always they poisoned all the um, rabbits across Australia, across the entire country. Yeah, because they were destroying everything. And then for ages, you couldn't eat like fox, rabbit. You couldn't eat any of those animals in Australia because they were so full of poison. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Why? Man. But where were the rabbits getting their poison? They put traps out. Uh, and even to this day, if you if you go to WA and shit, you'll see rabbit 
rabbit um, control fucking things. But I had the similar thing, man. I had guinea pigs growing up. And I think they, um, I don't know, it was weird, man, but they didn't look pregnant or anything. It was in a cage as well. They didn't have access to the ground or barrow or anything. But just one day there was like four of them. Yeah. We had one but. And then they had three babies. Wait, how did the one have three? I don't know, bro. What do it you happened? mean, lad? What? It must have been pregnant when we got it or some shit. <laughs> but there was three, all of us, there was four all of a sudden. So it had like three little babies and they were running around like crazy. But they just come out running. I I think maybe my neighbours just put them in there or some shit. I couldn't. I they like, come out running, bro. Like little friggin' inch long running thing. I couldn't. Oh, for some reason, I can't stomach it, eh? I, I've seen baby rats and shit and they're like, yeah. they look like little shriveled up penises yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you seen there's heaps of them like there's 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 some tiktoks of these fucking rats that fly and those are pretty cute like what yeah they'll be like running around in this fucking room and they'll go up on the bookshelf and then they'll fucking jump and go oh like yeah like like little possums or, or yeah, like yeah, i don't know yeah. what they are yeah. like but they're super cute. Yeah. All right, let's get into it, lad. What do we got? No, we're already into it, my bro. It's Digital Streets. We're going to go yikes or yay on the draw factor of the Tyson. Oh, mate. I'm going to go a, yeah, yikes. I just want to fucking find a winner. Like, yikes. It was, they could have let someone win. No, but it was just annoying that he, like, I know so we, when we say yikes, we just move on instead of fucking saying yikes and then giving a whole fucking new reason off we, we talked about it for ages. But I'll just leave it with this little thought is that it was so clear, like bright as day, that Tyson won. Yeah. I understand if it, it's like Roy Jones got a few rounds, but it was pretty much a whitewash. So yeah. just give it to Tyson. Yeah. Like if it was like a little bit close, okay, they draw it to an exhibition, old guys, they're the greatest of all time, blah, 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 blah. But if it's a whitewash like that, just call the winner. Yeah. Well, I think it's contrived. It had to be contrived. Well, Tyson didn't even know because afterwards he was hell pissed off. That's why they, like, he was, you know, do you remember how he was going off in the ring and was arguing with people yeah, yeah, until yeah. they were, like, got him out of the ring and got him yeah, over? Yeah, remember how they nearly lifted his hand and then they changed it and moved him? Yeah. That yeah. was weird. It was like the fucking guy got to think, no, 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 we're going to go with the draw. <laughs> Despite, yeah. Makes, it was weird. Eh? Makes no sense. It's, it's definitely just show, shit for show. You yeah. know what I mean? Regardless. It's not really sport. Well, those last two matches weren't sport. No, it's still sport, bro. You can't can't say that. Oh, okay. It's still, I can't say that. Sorry. It's still like you're saying that someone <laughs> getting into a ring and fighting isn't sport. Yeah, I guess I'm just saying that it's not like it's. I guess it's technically still sport. I'm just trying to say it's not like in a, a high level of the sport. Yeah. Which is what it's being sold as, which is what it's not. Shit. Yeah. It's just entertainment. Yeah. <clears throat> Moving right along. I think we both understand. I yep. Just sometimes Big yikes. Think, things, say things silly. Mm. Say things silly. All right. Sometimes other people say things silly too. So there's this uh, bunch of pubs in Sydney and they're owned by these uh, Marys. It's a, it's Marys is like a fucking, they own pubs. It's a company. Okay. Yep. It's a Marys group. 
Oh, Mary's group is like a what's what's the other group that's uh, yeah big. The, um, Maryvale. Group. Maryvale, yeah, it's exactly like that, but smaller. And these guys do mainly. They actually got cool pubs. They do mainly live music venues, and they do like very more more like rock and roll sort of style pubs. They don't have any pokies in any of their venues and shit oh, like that's that. That's nice. That's um, nice. But anyway, these guys have got a podcast, and they'll it's called the Fat. And uh, they were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. They were talking about uh, young people and, uh, you know, and they kind of um, might have been a little too um, explicit, not explicit, but they probably maybe said a little bit too much off the top of their head or something, but they've come across and sort of said about the a lot of the young workers are whining, self-entitled, um, you know, they... They fucking they don't, are. They, uh, they don't, you know, know what it's like to really work hard and all this sort of stuff and they're not good, um, you know, self-entitled and all this sort of shit. And so it was massive backlash. I don't massive know. backlash. Like all the musicians, everyone was like saying, how the fuck these cunts writing up um, these guys like paying like, them out. Wait, wait, wait. Before you, you, you go on to the reaction, yes, a lot of fucking young people are self-entitled. In mm. this day and age. But a lot of them aren't. And a lot of them want to be hard workers. Well, so it's also on them of who they hire. Yes. That's what I thought. I thought it was weird. And it's a weird dig at your own well, fucking employees. Well, it's... Yeah, that's the weirdest thing about it. But the biggest thing... Well, not the biggest thing. But the, they were specifically talking about young hospo workers. Hosp, right. People who work in hospitality. They're not right. out here saying okay. Generation X is fucked. They're out here right. saying people that work in hospitality, you know, like... They've, they've, I don't know what they... I, did, I didn't listen to the full thing. I heard a lot of responses from people, especially musicians and stuff. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, so they've pretty much these guys have been put through the ringer by a lot of people over the last couple of weeks. Um, and so, yeah, it's been pretty funny to see that. Um, and the morning, uh, Sydney Morning Herald and TV and everyone's talking to them about it. And So, so did they do, do a statement release or did they do like, um, is, there, is there quotes of them in that uh, article? Yeah, so, um, well, this article, so this is more the article, this is the article about... Closer to when it happened. Mm-hmm. So people are roasting these Sydney hospo giants. So everyone's roasting them because they, um, oh. they're saying that young people in bars don't work hard enough and stuff like this. And um, Is Mary's in Newtown? Is this a Newtown sort of... Um, yes. Yeah. So the Lansdowne, ah. the Unicorn, these guys own these pubs. It's straight, it's straight down the, around the corner, man. Yeah. They do like burger joints with pubs and live music and shit like that. Yeah, Good yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are the, some of the things that they were said in the podcast that got him into trouble. Um, Might do a burger review you there. Yeah, no, you should. Yeah, so... Um, it's just interesting. Um, he said that work-life balance is one of the most dangerous terms. This is being sarcastic. <clears throat> being most dangerous terms young people have ever been introduced to, which is a kind of weird thing to say. The luxury I got given as a kid is you can choose what you want to be. And that was the thing my parents and grandparents fought to give me. I thought the whole idea was trying to find a fucking job that you loved and that's your work-life balance. To that... <clears throat> your your. You're right, 
he like he's right in the sense that like if you find what you love, it's not work, it's your life. Mm. And if you but where he screws up right there is that like the whole term work life balance is for people that aren't in the thing that they love doing. Mm. So it's 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 a conundrum there. Yeah, and he went on to say when you have your day off, you should put your phone down, you should stop looking at your phone and all this sort of stuff and um yeah. Don't respond to emails and you know, we don't want to hear about you if you work for us and all this sort of stuff. And um fair enough, but also not, but yeah. Yeah, and so now and then a lot of people were hitting back at these guys, eh? Sort of going at them hard. It's interesting because it's so close, just around the corner. But um, yeah, so they're kind of they kind of come out and said that they need a reality check and all this sort of stuff. But really, wait, they apologized. Yeah, so they've come out now and apologized. And right, oi, 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 but oi, yo, oi, I want it. Yeah, <clears throat> don't. <laughs> Okay, you go, you go, you go. You keep going, bro. You keep going before I need to apologise for some shit. <laughs> Why yeah. do they apologise? So they haven't come out and said, oh, I'm so sorry for those things and I never meant to see that and I was on drugs. They haven't said that at all. Oh, okay. They've come out and said, um, uh, they sort of said it was unfair to take certain things out of context and that a lot of what they are talking about was to do with mental health. So they're trying to talk about young people and mental health for young people. And that's why they have no good ideas about work-life balance. And that's why they seem, you know, and so that's sort of what they come out and saying. That's their back, back step and they're trying to – and so they've been accused of being rich rich boys and apparently they're not. Uh, well, one of them at least isn't not. Um, to be fair, uh, I think a lot of people can take even a little bit of any part, any episode that we do, you can probably grab a little snippet and you can twist it whichever oh, yeah. sort of fucking way. Oh, 100%. Like, and that's kind of why I think it's cool to talk about because it's like a real mild version of cancel culture. But it's interesting um, that they've got a podcast and then they were talking about, you know, work-life balance and mental health and stuff like this. And then people have taken a little piece of it and fucking boom, plastered it everywhere and turned it into this thing where they've sort of said that, you know, yeah. So they've come out and said, uh, you know, what we said has nothing, weren't directed at our employees. Yeah. And, or even the hospitality industry as a whole, even though it was, it was literally about the hospitality. But what he calls a small but powerful attitude towards shirking responsibility for mental health. They've apologised for use of use of the word whining and self-entitled, comma, but stood by the rest of the things they said. And they think that what they said was taken out of context. This is a quote. Using terms like entitled or whiny, if that has upset people, then I apologise for that. But it doesn't take away from the core message. And his core message is that the minority group of people 
aside from a minority group of people with exceptional mental health issues, it's important for people to take some responsibility for their own mental health, whether that's through seeking treatment, cutting out drugs and alcohol, exercise or enforcing your time off to work is exactly that, time off. So a lot of what they're talking about is people that work in bars end up getting pissed on their only day off in the same bar they fucking work at anyway, and it's just a fucking horrible cycle. Or you finish work at 2 in the morning, you lock the doors and you get drunk, and then you wake up at 2 in the hour and you've got to go straight back to work, you know what I mean? You you can get in a cycle like that, and that's that's unhealthy. And And they're right to sort of talk about that. But I think they've said a little bit, and obviously I'm not articulating it too well, and we don't have time to go over someone else's entire fucking dialogue on a podcast. Yeah. But... Uh, Might speak to them. Who knows? I'll reach out to them. Yeah. But I tell you this much, uh, one mistake on their end is not what they said, because uh, I can't speak on that, because I'll need to listen to the entire podcast to understand what they actually said. The mistake was... Going to the Sydney Morning Herald and apologising. Fuck that. If, if no, they went to pedestrian TV. Or pedestrian and TV. I don't yeah. give a fuck which publication it is. Unless it's your own, don't go to another publication. Yeah. Like if, if I'm caught saying some shit here, which undoubtedly there's going to be a time. There so will be a time where I will get fucking done by these fucking PC mob. Well, you've got to see this, man. Like they haven't gone to the Sydney Morning Herald. They've done the podcast. And then there's been a write-up in the Sydney Morning Herald about the podcast. I understand that. Yeah. And that's where they've been taken out of context or that's where it's been publicised, these quotes. Yeah. Uh, And I understand that. And what I'm saying is that Sydney Morning Herald can go ahead and take a clip of ours. They can fucking whitewash me and you will see my response on the next episode. You're not going to see my response on pedestrian TV. You're not going to see my response on junkie. You might see my response on 5.8 TV. (laughs) That's us. That's us. That's where we are. So, so, yeah, that's a big uh, yikes from me. All right. Hopefully we can speak to them though. Yes. All right. So there's a criminal court, uh, there's a criminal case in America. Uh, there's a massive US opioid crisis. So there's a lot of opioids killing people, fentanyl and oxycotton and so forth. And they're killing people quicker than like heroin ever did. Ever did, ever. Mm. Um, because it's so concentrated, strong, pure, easy to access, etc., etc., etc. And, yeah, this, this company, Purdue Pharma, have pleaded guilty to three crimes. One is misleading the government. One is making it easy, not taking the right steps to keeping it out of the black market, i.e. selling the fucking own... They've pretty much, you know, like turned a blind eye to millions of dollars worth of their OxyContin being hitting the black market. mm yeah, and so they've pleaded guilty in the court of law to hundreds of thousands of people dying from opioid overdoses in America. And it's happening in Australia big time too. And so, yeah, big company and they've been ordered to pay $8 billion and they're going to go bankrupt and just pay three, $225 million. <clears throat> That's fucking weird, eh? That's typical because, That's get America this, for you. yeah, because 
There is several other settlements now motioning through the courts, different courts. That was a federal court. So they lost the federal court one, but that means now all the state governments can sue them. And all the fucking anyone, you know what I mean? So all Any these people Tom, Dick dying, and Harry can sue them essentially. Well, this, they admitted to pretty much like mass producing Oxycontin and not stopping it from reaching the black market. You know what I mean? Yeah, the war on drugs, man. The war on drugs is one of the most bullshit wars that is out today. Yeah, it's the war on drugs and drugs won, man. It was just a way of controlling the people. The war on drugs and drugs won. It did. <laughs> so they used to they said they they've that one of the crimes is impeding on the US drug enforcement admin efforts to combat combat the addiction crisis. So however they impeded on that, that's fucking weird. And that's mm. also twisted and evil for a um, corporation to do that, eh? Yeah. So you're a corporation. You're just a company. You're an entity in that sense. But you you know what I mean? How inhumane, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very sad. And they're supposed to be, they're a pharmaceutical company. It's even more ironic. They're supposed to be healing people. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's what it is. Well, that's what we're told it is, is medicine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're literally like involved in the black market drugs. They're impeding on the fucking government trying to help people with addictions and misleading information and yeah. Just a hypocrisy altogether. Yeah. So they'd say, oh, we're making a million Oxycontin pills and they'd make five million. You know what I mean? And the yeah. four million would disappear and stuff like that. Um, All right. I'm going to go with a yay. Why? They should be fucking going bankrupt and they should be fucking paying that amount or whatever amount they can possibly pay and they should be held to the highest and like whoever is at the top of that company should be arrested. Should be in jail for the rest of their life. Yeah. Think of hundreds of thousands of deaths, man. Who's part of whoever's like board members? Whoever knew the scale and think about it, man. Like danger should be arrested. Yeah, and well, anyone involved in any level of the deceit that was given forward to the, you know what I mean? Whether it be the government or the police, but like you and I, we get Mm. caught with like slightly. I think it's like. Little three, bit of, yeah, three, bit if weed. you have four grams of weed, it's like dealing. If you have three and a gra- three and a half or something, I, I don't know, but yeah. do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you get caught with like a hundred bucks worth of weed, and you can be done for trafficking charges or whatever drug. You know what I mean? Like if you have five pills for your mates at fucking the festival, you can get done for trafficking. Yeah. If you have two or something, it's okay. But five, you literally get a trafficking charge. Where you've got massive corporations literally trafficking millions, billions of dollars worth of heroin, essentially it is. It's just heroin in a pill. Yeah. That's skits, eh? That's really skits when you think about like, I nearly went to jail for that shit. You know what I mean? Me too. People fucking, how many lives in America have been destroyed by, you know, like um, someone making a bad decision regarding drugs? You know what I mean? How many people have been locked up because they can't afford a lawyer? Been locked up for years for just personal use on drugs in America. Yeah, the crime bill. Yeah, once again. Once again. Fucking, he's not, we're not talking about him. No, we're not. I love Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs>
Fucking both the old fucking bald white seventy five yeah, year old. I fucking, fucking playing with my dog, hurt my dog, have to wear a fucking space boot for the next month because I was playing with my dog. Yeah, fucking oh, fuck both, it. mate. <laughs> fucking both. That's a yay from me. They should be paying and they should be paying more. Yeah, I think it's really disgusting. But the company, this is a quote, but the company is on the hook for a direct payment to the US government of only a fraction of what they were supposed to which is $13 billion Australian, and they're only going to pay $300 million now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's that's due to them filing for bankruptcy, but that doesn't make sense. You, you can't file... You, I'm going to go to jail. I can't say, oh, but I'm poor. You know what I mean? I don't got no money. I can't go to jail. That's a double yeah. standard, man. That's, that's, that's fucking the world we live in. I know, that's crazy, but right? That's sad. Yeah. Anyway, lots of fucking dodgy shit going on there. I'm going to say yay to them admitting that they're criminals and yikes to the fucking punishment. Oh, you doubled up. Doubled up. I just went in there. Yeah, I, I just fucking doubled up. All right, All bro. Right, last one. What do we got? There's actually two more, but we can do just one if nah, you want. just one. Just one. Radio. There was a monolith... Found in the corner of the Utah desert. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so what like wasn't it gone? Yeah, well that's the crazy thing is now it's been removed today. Literally today. Wait, he removed by Well look, it's been first reported this morning, yeah. So it could have happened yesterday in America. So yeah, where did it come from and what is it and why is it gone? I don't know, bro. Bro, no one knows. That's the whole point. It's a big steel thing. It's got no marking on it. What? That is crazy. Yeah, that and is then it so disappeared. Weird. That is so weird. Because there was people there. They touched it and shit. They went above it. It's like, you know, have you seen that movie, The Fifth Element? Yeah. It's like that. It's one of those looking things. And then, you know, you, you, same within the movie. You touched it and it, and, and it disappeared. And this is like the same thing. It like it landed for the listeners. It landed in surrounded by Take just rocks and dirt. And it's this shiny silver thing. And it's yeah, long and shiny like a cylinder, not a cylinder, more like a rectangle, uh, but it's tall as shit. It's about fourteen foot and it then just disappeared. And no one knows where he came from. That is so weird. And Yuda, yeah? Oh, how's that? We have received credible reports that the illegally installed structure, referred to as the monolith, has been removed by the Bureau of Land Management, or BLM. (laughs) (laughs) Public lands by an unknown party. Uh, the BLM did not remove the structure, which is considered private property. The Black Lives Matter. <laughs> They're at it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biden's on the news. I was going to say Trump, but he's not. Oh, they've started it again. We need order. Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, oh, uh, for me, that's a uh, yikes, man. But then I the, don't know what we're yikesing and yaying on this one. No, me never. But the BLM <laughs> did not remove the structure. They came out with a statement. Of course. So no one really knows. What the structure watch. happened to the structure? Yeah, apparently it was removed by a group of people. 
on November 18th. No, it was discovered on November 18th and removed last night. It's gone. All right. That's a yikes from me. That Where it the was hell removed? did it go? Yes. Yeah. It should be still there. And um, I just want to sign off this episode by saying very cool. Very cool. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening and watching episode 47 of the 5-8 Take. Make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. Big love, cunts.